the show is here. Yo, our mission is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Patients, docs, nurses, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we've tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Digital health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status, no. Yeah, this is the healthcare rap. Y'all, come on, let's go. Welcome to the healthcare rap, where we are ushering in the future of healthcare and the status quo no longer exists where we are challenging assumptions about marketing and technology, and we check yesterday's thinking at the door. Where truth drops like an atom bomb, and knowledge flows like Niagara Falls. Each week we challenge assumptions that have been holding back healthcare marketing, and explain how we can do better. Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. Hey, Jared here. Hope you're staying safe and doing well. I hope you're ready to learn something, do something, and be a part of something. Because here on this program, we are done with the status quo in healthcare. Hospitals, health systems, and practices are finally starting to make healthcare about consumers and innovation. We call it marketing forward. If you want to be part of it, then this is the place for you. We're going to help you find your place in this new movement, and you're going to be one of the ones shifting the way that healthcare is marketed and experienced. I can't wait for you to be a part of it. Before I get too far, we have a brand new content network for you. It's called Shift.Health, and it's a network of podcasts and on-demand video series. So if you like the healthcare app, what you're listening to right now, I really think you'll like these other series and the shows that we have there. So go check them out at Shift.Health. Go check out the other podcasts we have. Listen, we have 17 podcasts in our network. You need to check those out. And don't forget the video series either. In fact, one of our video series is called Healthcare Digital Marketing Essentials. It's a series of one-on-one chats that gives you personal access to influential leaders in our industry, senior-level digital healthcare marketers. I'm talking about leaders from Greystone, Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic, and many more. So go check that out. There are new episodes every month. Okay, so here's what's going to go down today. We'll kick things off with the flavor of the week about how we need to show, don't tell. Then we've got Amanda Todorovich in the house to share the most interesting lessons, triumphs, and challenges that she and the rest of her team at the Cleveland Clinic have seen since the pandemic began. You really don't want to miss what she has to say, so let's get right into it. Are you ready? Let's go. Flavor of the Week. I'm beginning to see that proving to patients that it's safe to come back to their doctor won't just be one item on marketers' endless to-do lists. It will be the single biggest, most important, toughest, and longest-lasting effort for you the rest of this year and into next year. Because listen, if patients don't feel legitimately safe, they won't come back for anything. We can't just tell them. We have to show them. And then we have to keep showing them. This is where the rubber's going to meet the road. This is where we're going to show whether we have learned anything about listening to consumers. We have to do more than just come up with a better commercial. In fact, here's one example from outside of healthcare. While I've been watching a series on Amazon Prime, it's one thing I like to do at night, right, just to relax. Well, a commercial that keeps playing during the episodes shows an Amazon warehouse, like a fulfillment center. And in under a minute, it tries to tell the story of their factory workers being safe. There's nice music playing. It's well-produced. But here's the thing. I don't trust it anymore because at our local Amazon fulfillment center here in the Phoenix area, a friend of our family who works there tested positive for COVID-19. 
Thankfully, that family friend has since completed his quarantine and has recovered from all symptoms. But the point is that a commercial by itself isn't enough to change my mind to feel like even something like the Amazon Fulfillment Center is safe. Amazon tried to just tell me, but they haven't shown me anything. And now, with my own experience, I don't believe that commercial, no matter how well produced it is. I was recently on a video call with several other senior level marketing strategists on this very topic, and the conversation kept turning to how we have to look beyond messaging. In other words, show, don't tell. It's time to truly be transparent and truly lean in. The vast majority of healthcare organizations have not done this, even if they think they have. That's the irony of it all. So the time is now. I don't understand why more marketing leaders aren't interviewing some of their hashtag healthcare heroes and demonstrating every week on their video channels, on their podcasts, and on their other social media accounts in detail what they're doing to make their environments and their facilities safe. Relying only on short, cleverly crafted messages will fall short. So it's time for more information. It's time for more details, more transparency, more clarity. Remember, people already didn't want to come to your facility before the pandemic. And then we spent months telling them to stay home. So we have to think differently about how to get through to our communities. This is not going to be easy, but it will be easier if we realize that we can't just go back to the way we were marketing before. We can't just rely on messaging. We have to show. We have to prove it. If ever there's been a time to flex our marketing muscle and earn our seat at the big kids table, it's now. So let's be part of the solution, not the problem. We can do this. And that's the flavor of the week. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today we've got Amanda Todorovich in the house. Amanda's the Senior Director for Digital Marketing and Health Content at the Cleveland Clinic. If for some reason you've lived under a rock and you don't know who Amanda is. Uh, but Amanda was also named the 2016 Content Marketer of the Year by the Content Marketing Institute. I like to mention that. I think that's kind of cool. That, that kind of tells you a lot about the amount of work and the amount of success Amanda has had. So hey, Amanda, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. I think we were just saying the other, the only thing we can really say to each other these days is, hey, I made it through another week. <laughs> Absolutely. It's another Friday. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, oh, yep, I, I made those goals that I, that I set in January and uh, things have gone according to plan. There is no plan. There are no goals that carried over from then. It's just, uh, all right, what's going to happen now? Day by day, week by week, for sure. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah, this is such an interesting world we're living in. And uh, I would be remiss if I didn't ask how that has affected the life of a gymnastics mom. <laughs> you know, it's been really interesting not running around to gymnastics and dance and cheerleading and all the crazy activities. They actually start up again here in the next week, though. The girls are very eager to get back in the gym. It's been an interesting um rest period, I guess. I haven't missed all the driving around, but I definitely miss seeing my girls do the things they love. I can see that. I think that's a, a pretty common feeling these days. It, it is, it's not clearly one way or the other. It's like, yeah, there's a, there's a balance to that, just like every other aspect of our professional and personal lives. So uh, interesting. Glad, glad to hear you say that. Well, tell you what, just for the sake of how this world has been going these days, why don't we dive right into our rap battle? Because I, I want to hear just from the trenches, you know, from your perspective, how things have been going and, and kind of what, uh, not just the, oh yeah, things have changed part of it, but I'd love to hear, you know, some of the triumphs as well. So we're going to dive right in and just hear how things have been going for you these days. Rap battle! 
A rap battle is just where we challenge the status quo, right? So as we've been doing for over 100 episodes and a couple of years now, we are challenging the way that marketing has, that, that healthcare has been marketed and experienced because more than anything, this is that's the reason why we do what we do, right? So understanding how to do it better and how to overcome old ways of doing things. I don't think there's ever been a time where that has been more important and more of a focus than right now because we don't know what the new way of doing things is. We can only iterate a little bit at a time. We can only try to figure out, feel like small victories. And let's start right there. Have there been any small minor victories for you lately? Any triumphs, any, anything like that since the pandemic's begun? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's actually been quite a few. Our team in this situation has really come together, honestly, to deliver some of our very best work ever. The amount of responsibility that content has played in this pandemic has been kind of amazing. The ability to inform, educate, and calm fears for people through content has made it so that, you know, our team has been able to publish content every single day to help people and to get quicker approvals and to come together, you know, in these times of crisis to just what are patients wondering about? What are they needing? You know, what are people really worried about? And just being able to do that efficiently, effectively, and every day just sort of thinking through what are people doing today? What are they worrying about right now that we can help calm and help really reassure people? So all of that, every article we publish to, to me is a little victory because, you know, some of these topics are scary. Some of the research is unproven still. You know, there's a lot that's changing and evolving every day. So just keeping up with it and staying on top of it. And again, being a trusted resource for people is a huge win. Yeah, I feel like in pretty much any other period of our of our lives, there's been some source of truth you could go back to. You could research and fact check and verify things. And that's not the case with any COVID-related content, especially in the early going of it. You were just having to find some point where, okay, this is ready to publish. And I imagine that had to be kind of terrifying at first. Yeah, for sure. You know, we immediately had our incident command group of experts from the organization coming together all the time. And literally anything that we were putting out was vetted by that group of physicians and experts. And we didn't make a move. We didn't publish a word without all of that buy-in because it was, you know, really challenging and rapidly changing and just scary. Scary is probably just the common thread through all of this, no matter how you look at it. But in the face of all that, I'm sure there have been just some some lessons and observations that you didn't expect, even though we didn't know what to expect at all. I imagine there have been some lessons or observations over the course of this that you didn't expect that have really been interesting for you. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, our group has always been really focused on data and understanding, you know, what people are doing on our website or what are they engaging with on social media. But What has been really fascinating for us through this crazy time has been really seeing the journey of people's feelings and kind of how people are dealing with this situation play out in the way that they were engaging with us and how we've been able to also rapidly plug into other areas within our organization to help inform our strategy going forward. So we've now got this amazing relationship with our call center leadership, with our patient experience office, where we're really plugged into like, what are those common questions? What are those things that people are really looking for? And We've learned that that information is more than just the numbers. It's more than just, you know, the traffic on the website. It's literally, you know, the desperate patient that's calling in and asking a bunch of questions because perhaps, you know, they might not have access to all of the information that we have online or, you know, they might not understand it or comprehend it. And so 
empathy has become an even bigger part of our strategy. And really, I think the focus of how we've been approaching literally everything we've been doing under these circumstances and just really trying to put ourselves in patients and consumer shoes. I think that's something we've always done, but now realize just exactly how important that is. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. Tell us what's the state of the state. There's no time to wait. Come give us your opinion before it's too late. You know our survey needs you. The insights will lead you. Everyone should take it. And yes, we mean you. If ever there's a year, this is when we need to hear how the industry's doing. So get yourself in gear. Now's the time to start. The decision ain't hard. You give us a few minutes, we give you a gift card. Be part of healthcare marketing history and take the 2020 Healthcare Digital Marketing Trends Survey, the most comprehensive snapshot of digital marketing in the industry. This is its 10th edition, and there are new questions this year about the impact of COVID-19. So take the survey, and you'll receive a $10 Amazon gift card. Visit geometric.com slash wrap-survey. That's geometric.com slash wrap-survey. Or simply go to geometric.com and click Take the Survey. Go check it out today. Do any examples come to mind when you talk about empathy and how that has just kind of taken the, the, the stage, even it's taken center stage even more? Anything that comes to mind in terms of any content that you've been working on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. We just published an article yesterday that was kind of about how you deal with all the days feeling the same. You know, that's not really a clinical story, but that is how people are feeling. You know, we've got all kinds of different aspects of daily life you know, publishing on health essentials every day. So, you know, even things as simple as how to kind of help when you are wearing glasses and a mask and it's fogging up, things you can do to help prevent that. Or, you know, you're at home with your kids, how to help them while still working from home or things like, you know, screen time for them, how to help keep a healthy diet. You know, all of that, again, is not not about our services. It's not about procedures, but those are challenges people are facing. And, you know, I think the way we write the articles too has changed a little bit. Again, really trying to be as human and approachable and empathetic as we possibly can. So how do you know how long to to do that and you know and when to start? Because this is like kind of the, the golden question everywhere. You know, how do we know when to start phasing into recovery type content versus pure crisis, rapid response content. How do we know when to start easing into that? Sure. We've already been easing into that, I would say, for about two, three, four weeks, maybe, depending on how you look at it. But it's always been a bit of a balance, right? We, We also want to be very cognizant of the fact that we don't want to send the message that this is over. People still need to be cautious and careful. And so what we've done is really kept a close eye on the metrics, particularly on social media, because I think that's a really great place to get a sense of the sentiment of how people are feeling and what they're reacting to. You know, we've dealt with more than 43,000 COVID-related questions and comments on social media. And so we know what people are asking and when. And so we kind of got the sense of when there was a little bit of COVID fatigue, when, you know, heavy hitting COVID content started to not perform as well. You know, we talk about metrics every day. So we were able to sort of identify that shift fairly quickly. And it's not that we stopped talking about COVID. It's that we've mixed in other things. And again, those other things have to be relevant during these times. So they still have to be things that make sense for people under these circumstances. And again, reinforce still that 
you know, we need to be cautious and safe. Yeah, but that word itself, safe. Hey, it's safe to come back, right? I've heard all sorts of, of dialogue on that discussion and how to nuance that message of, okay, hey, we're, we're back open for business. And it's not exactly as easy. I just went to lunch at one of my favorite restaurants here in Arizona. The Our restrictions are starting to ease up. We're kind of in a first phase, you know, first stage approach of, of coming back. And so there, there are a handful of restaurants that you can actually go in and sit at and, you know, the, the tables next to you are marked out and, and you can't sit at them. But there are some that you can. I just, I just had lunch at one of these, right? And I, you know, I, I'm thinking like all they did was have to put a banner outside that said, hey, we're back open. Come check out the dining room. Not the case for hospitals and, and healthcare organizations by a mile. We are now dealing with this entire backlog of the visual story that we've had to tell them, which is stay home. Don't come. It is not safe. And so... I think being as wide-eyed as as possible and recognizing that that is the easy part. It's it's hard to say that, but the easy part was telling people to stay home. Like It's going to be more of at least a longer challenge to tell people why they should come back and which which things they should come back for. Because there isn't just a sense across America that, okay, now we're all going to go back. Like I just went to lunch at my favorite, one of my favorite dining institutions, right? So... What are some of those nuances when it comes to the content that, that your team is creating? How do you take that into effect that the consumer has changed and their perception of what is safe has changed? How does that impact your content? You know, it's funny. I said this a couple of different times to my team, but I feel like actually we've been busier and had to work harder since we've reopened than when we were shutting things down and closing. Because you're absolutely right in that it's much easier to tell people to stay home than convince them to come back. And we have done a lot of different things to really try to hammer home that safety message. And it's it's not just about saying it. You really have to show people and make them understand what it's going to be like when they come back and what those steps are that you're taking to be safe. We've done quite a bit with video and had our chief patient experience officer do a kind of a tour, walking people through what's going to happen when you try to use our valet services. What's it going to be like when you walk through the door and we're checking your temperature? What's it going to be like when you walk into the actual doctor's office? Do you still need to wear your mask? It's all those little different details that freak people out. And the more that you can answer those questions ahead of time and be proactive about it, the better. We've also been really closely listening to the questions patients are asking and trying to answer them, um, no matter how silly, and really working that into our FAQs on our landing page for COVID or creating, you know, like I said, video content or short answer content or even um, you know, Zoom video recordings with our experts across the organization to just be able to bring the human element to it to talk about it and to bring our experts forward to reassure people. It's been different, you know, the, especially at the Cleveland Clinic, we're one of the you know most renowned organizations in healthcare in the world. And we're still having to convince people that it's okay to come see us. And so, you know, that's a different approach than we've ever had to take before. And it's really serious. And, you know, again, I think that there's lots of different things that safety means to people. And it's not just about cleaning. It's about mentally feeling safe and, you know, people around you and just really, I think, being as thoughtful about all those elements as you can be. So show, don't tell. I mean, that's definitely one of the parts I just heard you say is that it's not as simple as changing up messaging in any kind, in any kind of campaigns. Uh, this is going to be a long ongoing process because now we're having to change perceptions all over again in, in a very different and a very real way. 
Yeah, and process and policies are changing constantly. I know everyone's feeling our pain with visitation policies changing and masking policies changing and just all of it is, you know, evolving and just keeping people informed and updated really matters right now. It absolutely does. I need a dime, I ain't faking a book. So you crank out content, but it's getting stale. It might be nutritious, but it tastes like kale. You're down with finding a way to up your marketing game. Yeah, but when you look for help, everyone seems lame. We're Altera Digital. Google us and see. We're spelled like ultra with an extra E. We'll help you market forward. Google us and look. We're Altera Digital. It's off the hook. Hey guys, this is Jared. Altera Digital is just another name for our consulting team that helps you when your content, your strategy, or your brand is getting stale. You know, like that chocolate glazed donut that was a little piece of heaven in the morning, but when you left it on your desk until 4.13 in the afternoon and you went to finish it off, by then, mm, not so heavenly, was it? By now you know our philosophy that content is the future, but only when it engages audiences and it isn't a snooze fest. And you've heard how we roll. The healthcare rap, what you're listening to right now is Exhibit A. We don't do boring. So if your content, your special event, or your strategy is getting stale, let us help you give it that spark, that rhythm, that new life you're looking for. Ultera Digital, marketing forward. Okay, now back to the podcast, right? Because it's pretty legit. One thing I always love having you on the program for is because I genuinely can hear the empathy in your voice for not only your team, but for the senior leaders at the hospital, for the clinicians themselves, and for the patient. You seem to be able to to pull in all all that all together, and I think that is so important. Rather than you know, this is not a time to just understand one side and and ignore the other sides. There are so many different parties involved, and more than ever, all those different pieces are magnified. So, if if you had to just kind of sum up one one message for fellow healthcare marketing and communications professionals, what would that message be? It's the same message that I I really like to say almost all the time um, in any presentation or any discussion you and I have probably ever had. It is listen, listen to your patients, listen to your audience and answer and provide helpful content to them. You know, it's not just about all of a sudden starting to aggressively re-promote services because your doors are open again. It's again, what matters to them? How can you help them and really focus on that Bring the empathy forward in the way that you write, in the way that you message, because now more than ever, the spotlight's on us. And it's just really important that we're, we're really there for patients and there to take care of people, no matter what the issue is. Oh, I love that. I, I love that. So we need to figure out some way to make sure everyone hears that message. Because <laughs> I do, I, I hear how important that is and how, I like how you said, that part hasn't necessarily changed. It's just the when you're listening, what you're hearing, that's what has changed. But the act and the necessity of listening uh, has never changed. That's right. And the other thing too, you know, that I think is really, like, there's more sensitivity around now too, is, is imagery, right? You can't just be running around with stock photography anymore that doesn't show people in masks or people aren't receiving care in the way that it will be delivered now. And, you know, thinking through all of those details because they're paying attention and they're asking those questions and they want to know, is that what it's going to be like when I go there? That mental reassurance and understanding their experience before they set foot in your facility, I think matters now more than ever. And, you know, like I said, this isn't any different for us. Being useful, helpful, relevant, listening to our patients is what we've been doing with content marketing at Cleveland Clinic since I stepped foot in the door. But 
now it just matters that much more. People need that content that much more. And they're used to getting it and they you know, aren't going to ease up those expectations just because COVID stops or eventually stops, hopefully. Right. Yeah. I can't think of a time where it matters more than it than it does now to envision, to help well, help our audiences envision what something is like because pretty much every aspect of our life for the first time, maybe ever, I don't know, at least the first time in my lifetime where we literally don't know what it's going to be like to go to the grocery store, the hospital, to go watch a baseball game, to take our kids to gymnastics, you know, like every single aspect of our life has been impacted. And so somebody does need to show us and not just tell us what that's going to be like to, to reassure us. And people really want to be prepared, right? And they want to understand and they want to know what they should be doing, what they should bring with them. You know, how is it all going to work so that they're not caught off guard or they're not abruptly scared by something they weren't anticipating. And I, I, again, I just think the more that you can bring that forward and explain it and show it and really listen to what their concerns and questions are, you know, there's some really bizarre things people want to know. But if you answer those, you know, then when the, the really important critical decision making comes down to them making an appointment or not, they're feeling better. They're trusting you. And that relationship is that much stronger between your patients and your organization. Yeah, 100%. I love that you've been able to experience and see that firsthand and understand the difference that it makes. Okay, so then what about, same question in terms of if you could share one message, what would the message be for senior leadership these days? So maybe those who uh, either a CMO or you know a VP of marketing, but then also their entire executive team, the CEO, uh, everyone else involved, what do they need to hear from their marketing and communications teams right now? You know, I think there's no magic bullet to just make people come back. You know, it's really imperative that we build back that trust and that we use the channels and the platforms that we have available to us to connect with our patients in meaningful ways and really, again, reassure and educate and connect with them so that they trust and they are comfortable. And it's almost like starting from square one. We really do have to be really thoughtful of those fears. They're very real. And like I said, it's not just a magical TV commercial. It's not just, hey, come back for all these procedures. They have choices and we need to respect that. And we need to be careful and cautious and thoughtful in the communications we put out. Awesome. All right. We're going to figure out a way to get that in front of every senior executive also, you know, in the thousands of, of healthcare facilities across this country. You know, if nothing else, you know, at least that can give a little bit of reassurance that, that we are doing all we can to figure this all out together. And, and that is, it's so important. Okay, so then one last thing I want to check in with you on because I've, I've asked a few others this same thing and I've, it's been intriguing to hear how they've addressed this. I just feel like the, the community of our industry, the healthcare marketing industry, the digital healthcare marketing industry, we're kind of like a subset within a subset and yet there's a strong, vibrant community out there that we meet at conferences and we, we connect online and I don't know if there's been a time where it's been more significant, at least to me, to be able to have those relationships, to go and just check up on people and have people check up on me just out of the blue and say, hey, you know, I haven't heard from you in a while. Like, you doing okay? You know, seriously, are you doing okay? And that means the world to me. And a lot of those, those types of, of professional relationships started at a conference. They started at HCIC or they started at, you know, one of these other places we attend. And anyway, I haven't found a time that that's been more meaningful than now. And I'm just curious, like how, how you've leaned on the, the community of our industry and what it's meant to you in these days. Sure. Absolutely. I think you're right. It's been phenomenal to have people just reach out and ask how you're doing, knowing that this has been a pretty intense time for all of us. And we've been 
all sort of navigate and figuring, navigating and figuring this all out together. It's been awesome to be able to leverage those connections and relationships as needed and to also, you know, just be paying attention to what your peers and colleagues are doing in response to all of this and to be able to, you know, if you see something really great to reach out and say it was really great or to even ask, you know, how something was done or how the information was gathered. Things like that, I think, are just really important as you're, you know, we're all sort of charting or navigating uncharted waters, really. And like you said, those relationships are built at events, but they carry through, especially digitally um, during these times and really make a huge difference in, in kind of staying connected and feeling like there's others going through this in the same way that you are. I think it's just really helpful. And there's nothing like getting that email or getting that text or getting that phone call. It's just like, hey, I can just relate. <laughs> and that's great. Uh, so good to hear from you again. Stay safe, stay well, keep up the good work and, and hang in there. Thanks so much, Jared. Always a pleasure. Hey there, listeners. If you're all about listening to your website visitors to learn more about how to improve your website experience, then G Site is for you. G Site is a suite of digital improvement tools that capture the voice of the digital customer. Hi, I'm Rob Klein, co founder of G Site and founder and CEO of Klein and Partners, a market research and brand consulting firm dedicated to helping hospitals and health systems find their brand voice. I co-developed this service offering with the team at Greystone.net several years ago. G-Site helps you prioritize and focus your website improvement and enhancement efforts. It's a suite of solutions including a pop-up website experience survey tool, a user-friendly dashboard and reporting tool, a user behavior tracking tool, expert consulting services, and more. What if I told you that 8% of your visitors have a new negative opinion of your brand after visiting your website? Now multiply that number by the total number of annual visitors. Does that number scare you? If so, go to www.graystone.net forward slash G site to learn more about how we can help and sign up for an introductory overview. Hope to speak with you soon. Okay, thanks to Amanda and thanks to you for listening. Don't forget to join the posse. Listen, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. Healthcare Wrap is a member of the brand new Shift.Health content network. Go check it out at Shift.Health, podcasts and video series about changing the way that healthcare is marketed and experienced. So on behalf of Amanda, keep marketing forward. Thanks, and that's a wrap. Thanks for listening.